Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, Just a moment to remind you to uh, share with your family, your friends, everybody in your oikos, your circle of influence about these times together right here. You know, maybe your Bible study, your Sunday school class, your church, uh, your leadership in the church, <laughs> whatever. I'm just convinced that the more that we gather together around the Lord, okay, whether it be in His Word, whether it be in worship, whether it be in prayer, and just the multitudes of ways that the Spirit moves through His body, that the stronger we will be as the body of Christ. And so uh, if we can just all gather together for 10 or less minutes around a common word like we're doing right now in Ephesians, and just realize more and more of who we are in Him, who we are together, who we are as one another, which uh, I, I did a whole series on that one another thing. I'm actually doing some serious writing on that, which one of these days I hope to finish. Okay, But anyway, if we were just to do that, I think we'd be amazed at what the Lord would do. So just encourage folks to join with us. Uh, show them how to access a podcast and whatever their device is, okay? Uh, again, we're continuing Ephesians chapter 1. I think we're actually going to finish the chapter today. I'm going to go back with the 15th verse because the 15th verse onward through the end of the chapter is just profound. We've got three, four verses that we haven't looked at at the end, but we need to see what the whole flow is one more time, okay? So I'm reading from the New American Standard, verse 15, Ephesians 1. For this reason, I too, having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus, which exists among you, and your love for all the saints, do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe. These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might, which he brought about in Christ when he raised him from the dead and he seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Now, that's what we've covered up this point in time in the last three or four episodes. But the phrase does not stop there. Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father in the heavenly places, verse 21, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. So we're seeing some things here about the Lord Jesus Christ, about uh, uh, the power and authority that he has and that the Father has. It's far above all rule and authority and power and dominion. They are above everything, not only things that are named in the past and the things that are named now and the things named in the future. They are above all. Verse 22 gives us more insight. And he put all things in subjection under his feet. Now, you've already experienced this in this first chapter. You start running a little bit into a sea of pronouns, right? So watch what it says here. It clarifies it for us. And he, that is the Father, 
put all things in subjection under his feet. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. And gave him as head over all things to the church. And that's Jesus. So the Father has uh, placed everything under his feet, has placed the church uh, under him, and he is the head of the church, verse 23, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. We're going to learn more about this as we go along. We're going to find out, we've already seen elements of this, that uh, everything is under uh, the feet of Jesus except for the Father, okay, except for the one who gave him that power and that authority. And again, that speaks to the, just the, the wondrous mystery of the Godhead and the relationship the Godhead has with one another. But what we see right here is our relationship with the Father and with the Son. He put all things in subjection under his feet. God did that with Jesus and gave him, Jesus, as head over all things to the church. He's been given to the church. We'll learn later on in Ephesians and other cross-references that he's the head of the church. Okay, we'll see that in the 5th and the 6th chapter. The church, verse 23, which is his body. You ever wonder why the church is called the body of Christ? This right here, this verse says it point blank, that the church is his body. Jesus is the head. The church is the body. Now listen to this last little phrase we're going to look at today. The fullness of him who fills all in all. Hmm, think about that. Which is his body, the fullness of him which fills all in all. All of the translations say basically the same thing. The King James says, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. That shows us the power that the Lord has released within his church. That shows us how he functions within his body, the church. Folks, he hasn't reserved anything from us. He isn't holding back anything from us. All, he is the all-in-all all of the church, and the church is the all-in-all all of him, for lack of a better term, okay? We see him as head, we are the body, and he wants to do things within us individually and within us as his body, to his praise, his honor, and his glory. If we were to abide in him, if we were to live with him, and this understanding that he is the head, and that he's far above all rule and authority and power and dominion in every name that is named, not only in this age, but the one to come. That all power is there. And as we saw in the last episode, that all the power, the resurrection power that brought Jesus from the dead is the very power that dwells within us. If we lived that way, if we lived with that understanding, and we did what he told us to do, to love one another, okay, to love God and to love one another, what might he do? <laughs> you can look in the scriptures and see exactly what would happen. The power of the Lord would move within the world where we are. People would be saved. People would be drawn to the kingdom. Right now, we try to do all this kind of stuff to get people interested in coming to church. And they're sitting there going, nah, nah, I've been there, done that. They're saying, no, no, I've seen what that's all about. And you know what? They're, they're absolutely right. Okay, they're right. But few are the people who have truly seen and experienced what the Lord calls us, or calls us to do and calls us to believe what we see in the Scripture. I say that now is the time to do it, folks. Take these things before the Lord and see what He reveals to you. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you again next time.